0: There he is. Oh, nice.
1: welcome to the party how you doing
0: I'm well, so we just
1: started this live uh, i'm doing great uh, i'm on the move as always i feel like i'm always in this car this is my car office <laughs> um thank you for anybody else who's joining right now we're currently live this is the podcast pastor education Uh, we don't normally do live um so we're gonna be rusty we might you know be a little slow on this thing but hey we're joining the party you join on too thank you for coming um so we have a really interesting conversation let's get started right away um i don't want to keep you guys waiting so you guys see the topic it's should education be free now i'm robert astwood you're you're tuned into the asset education podcast with Catherine mckenna and mr lewis the disruptor um so guys should education be free let's get started let's party let's do it
0: yeah so this 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 past week I was kind of thinking about um, public education and the cost and the investment in public education, and I was like, should education really be out there on on the market as a commodity to be purchased and what what what's the point of well I guess we <laughs> there are many points to having education be Utilized as a commodity, but I kind of wanted to have that discussion of wh- how how do we increase investment into a public educational infrastructure, whilst so ma- so many who can go into a private market? Kevin, do I see you smiling because you're ready for this question? <laughs>
2: Both, uh, both at the question, and also like my my roommate doesn't know that I'm i starting Instagram Live, so it's <laughs> just yelling at me, yelling to me like from across the, the room. So,
0: Once again, thank yeah. you everybody
1: for tuning in. Just to just to make sure, you know, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we're talking about should education be free? And Mr. Lewis, you're about to give your answer. So let's hear it.
2: Oh well, uh, I think that when we think about like what does it mean for it to be free like there's of course you know there's a cost but like who are, or how otherwise should we pay for education like right, my I think question. the people the people who are being educated it should of course be free especially for uh when it comes to like pre-k toddler youth programming um That of course should be free, and it should be paid for. Yeah, you
1: know. I was. I, yeah, you know, I was. I'm not a,
2: yeah, I'm. I'm not somebody who uh, knows the like how taxes get divvied and You know, so I I don't want to speak as to like any sort of authority on
0: that. But my take. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Robert.
1: I was just saying, like, I, I just find this conversation really juicy. I was even afraid to call the, this title Should Education Be Free? Because I'm an educator and I'm like, hell no, I should be paid. Like, I, you know? Oh, see. But I, but I do think, I agree with you, Kevin. Like, I do think that it should be free for who's being educated, right? Like, the educated, right? But um, my first immediate reaction was, like, as a teacher or as an educator is like, how would they be paid? And it's like, I'm thinking of, I feel like the government has tons of money. So it's like, should we just put it all in the government? All right, you know, find some way, you know, get us paid. We're creating this amazing value. We're adding on to the society, especially if we can, you know, reform curriculum to actually, you know, cultivate the full human person. If you have educators in here doing that, then they're adding a great value to society, you know? Um they're fulfilling a social responsibility, so of course government i don't know like or what do you think I'll leave it there I'm,
0: i think I think the the tension that I have with with this- conversa- like with this topic of conversation is the tensions between public schools and private schools that we have here in the United States, so if you go to a public school you you know you're going to get that free education that is your your right to have access to education um the The thing that always makes my wheels turn is the construction of private schools as a as a construct as initially a construct to avoid integration and so how that has mm. left our current public model um we have thousands of kids in schools and as we we've discussed on the podcast you know this school to prison pipeline and how schools are essentially modeled after prisons and then I I was I saw some posts that someone was saying how like because of COVID because of the teacher shortages next year our kids won't have teachers and this person went into how where they live they have overrun classrooms, thousands of kids, not enough staff, and potentially, in a COVID world, 50 students, because they have to double classes, students within a single classroom, and not, so like, that is essentially a warehouse, and where's the education? So if that is our current public model of educating students, that means there's a lack of social investment in public schools. And is that lack of social investment from our communities based on how the private sector of education is currently operating? And so should schools be free? I think we have free schools and we have schools that have very passionate, very dedicated teachers but they are drowning, especially in the COVID right. world, drowning in lack of resources, underfunding, lack of staffing. I, 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 You know, even where I lived the other day, I heard uh, we couldn't have a school open um, because there was not physically enough staff because of COVID cases to open that school. Um, and so, where is the public support for public schools, and is that public support being taken by a private sector, and who is that private sector actually benefiting, and who gets to be in that private sector? I mean, I feel like we all know my answer
1: i <laughs> oh, well, i you know, and i 'm kind of thinking like, all right, so if it 's kind of like this tension between the public and private, what do you think we should do? So I think there, my thing is there definitely has to be a redistribution of resources. Um, but so are you saying that private schools, like, what are you thinking? Like, should private schools like, kind of help? Like, they should aid in the, uh, the like, not the, the, maybe the funding of public schools, but also, like, aid in the, maybe the development of, you know, supporting the public school population as well. Like maybe that could be a way that we can start to be altruistic or interdependent uh, and start to be more accountable like that. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just kind of thinking of that right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, like there is no responsibility to do that. And there Mm. is also no way to actually ask a private sector to invest in a public market. And then the current structure of education we have where it's state-based the education you get is determined by state. Um, So in a number of ways, your zip code here matters in terms of how you learn. Um, And if there is no, like there's no, there's no way to require, right? So I'm going to, I'm going to Kev, Kev, the, the, Finance the, the financing of a public education based on property, it's based on property tax, which, hmm, you could go off a whole, a whole other way, way of redlining and right. how those property taxes can also lead to underfunding of schools. But just in terms of, okay, we live in a capitalist society. There is already education on a private market. You can't get rid of that. Where is now the responsibility of our communities, of our so- society? Because, you know, my thing is where's is our social responsibility in public education? Um, like, where is that? Kevin, answer. I need answers, <laughs> Kevin, today. We also just got so before, our nails done. And before so- you get started. Tell me, Kev. Before we get
1: started, I wanted to uh, just reset the room real quick for anybody new who's tuning in. We are discussing, should education be free? Um, uh-huh. You know, what is the tensions between public and private schools? And um, I was just posing the question, should private schools help fund public schools? But that's a whole other thing. Uh, so, Kev, your answer to Miss Catherine's question.
2: Uh, well, so... We, uh, I mean, Kat and I are pretty much on the same page as it comes to like the the role of what private institution does in a, for, for a, a service that should be public um, and who then has access to that education. Because when you're creating, a, when you're creating, uh, when you're financing education through the property value uh, of the area then you inherently create an imbalance like you can't have the same education from somebody from up like up you can't have the same education in upstate new york than you do in albany you can't have the same education in burlington than you do um in the northeast kingdom of vermont like you're not going to have the same value uh the same output because there's not the same amount of money going involved or at least the money, uh, related to like the area that they live. Um, and that is the result of, you know, you have redlining, uh, you have a history, you have a precedent, uh, you have a pot, you have policies, U S policies where we bar, we put people of color, black folks, uh, in, uh, areas and communities that were pretty much like designed to fail, you know, you had a big, and that's largely because of a hysteria towards black people moving in next to white people. Like, at least in terms of places like, uh, I was just watching something on Levittown the other day, uh, places, yeah, places where you had people who could finally afford mortgages for homes. But then you have uh, fundamentally racist beliefs of superiority being challenged because here are non-white people moving next door. And if they can move next door to me, then what does that say about the value of my home? Um, so that is, I mean, that's the, his, that's the history or a history of why you'd have uh, such an imbalance of education. So then we want people to we want education to be the same throughout the country, but we live in an incredibly segregated one.
1: Right. Right. And I you know, that is a good point. And you know, I know that that itself, like talking about the segregation itself as I know that's not that's kind of indirectly affects the you know, should education be free? But I think I always go back to it, and if anybody who's tuning in right now, if you listen to the Astor Education podcast um, on Spotify, you know Apple Podcast, um, you would know that we talk about. All right, we feel like we need to shift the core values of the country, like we, in order to make education mean something, in order for it to actually like fulfill that social responsibility, as Catherine always says. There's core values, core beliefs about each other that we need to shift. And I actually made a post just recently, like the other day, and I said, you know, we, we have these negative, we have these built-in automatic ingrained beliefs that we've been like reared with, uh, just seen it in um, you know, media, social media, like the news, movies and all that stuff. So the, these automatic stereotypes that we're not even aware of that cause us to perpetuate these like segregation kind of beliefs and these outlooks. So I think that's why I, I really do want to shift education so that way it could start to help us unlearn those ideas so that way, you know, we could start to begin to cultivate a brighter future, cultivate our full humanity and really make it make sense. Like, let's actually teach on how to be fully human and, and instead of, like, these segregation kind of, like, focusing on what divides us. I think once we can master that, you know, once we have more more of that in schools, and more of that in social media, messaging, and the TV, the idea, the concept of distributing money properly to where it needs to be, I think, becomes more of a possibility. So it's kind of like a roundabout way. Like It's not going to happen overnight because, again, we're dealing with ingrained beliefs. People have been so used to seeing people, like dividing people off of what's different, off of race, off of social status. So it's like a lot of things we have to work against. So...
0: I'm going to rethrow a question at you with that, which is we still, okay, let's say within a public sector, we are able to come across all 50 states, which is essentially 50 different education uh, models right. um, and 50 different expectations for an education or how that is defined. Um, let's say we're able to match that across all 50 states. We still have a private sector, right? So how, like, so there is still that out, there's still that escape for people who would like to continuously hold on or not address or unpack certain biases to continue to teach, to continue to we can take CRT. If we have that hmm, in all 50 states, there are still private schools that can teach that that is unacceptable. There are still private models that can be funded politically, Mm -hmm. that can be utilized to disrupt that balance that you seek. So that's that's where I always get that tension with a private sector. Whereas I think education is a... is a social right.
2: Mm-hmm. It's a
0: social responsibility. We do get it for free, but because of the lack of actual social investment that seems to go into, into like public now, schools... Yeah, everybody's
1: not on the same page, right?
0: Then we have 50 different models and the private sector, which can still undercut any type of... Uh, you know, forward movement, undercurrent of more progressive thinking within a private, uh, within a public sector.
1: Well, you know what? I think you're really (laughs) posing a great, no, I I don't want you to think I'm defeated because I got something for you. I'm not finished. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, I like what you're saying, but like, no, like super quick. It's going to be quick. Uh, I was just saying, like, I like what you're saying and it's just, in a in a situation like that like all right like the private sectors we can't really control like or better yet let's focus on what we can control in terms of them and in terms of what we can bring to society you know and mm-hmm. it's like that's kind of like where, where i have to go it's like i don't know we there's a lot of other private things and like i don't know how did they become their own thing right like they i'm only had this found their own school and found their own organization and whatnot so it's like that's kind of why i have my vision of opening my own like like 10 schools but in all 50 states but i i don't want it to be like how you like how you're afraid of like you know this 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 private thing that's only available for a select few like like i would have it so like even if it is private i would still be supporting public schools you know what i'm saying like i still want to i believe that education is supposed to be for everyone it's just that like right now i don't i can't work within like the public school like i can't try to reform public school itself because of all of the the things in the way like i keep telling you like one of the things we have to do if we really want to like see salient and meaningful change in the world or in education we have to just completely tear that house down like all these other things like these ad initiatives like it's they're not going to be effective because you still have the underlying segregation, like how Kevin was saying, you know, just the underlying beliefs about like just separatists, like not focusing on the universal things that bring us together. Like that's, it's not there at the core. And, you know, if you want to really create something new, we got to create it ourselves. Like we have to, we, the people, you know, really use that constitution right there. Like we, the people ourselves have to rely on us, like what we can do, um and just leverage anybody who else is like is on that that same viewpoint of all right seeing the social responsibility of education and you just start a movement you know you just eventually like i said you open up schools that support the full humanity and support the full uh social responsibility of public education so we gotta if it's meant to be it's up to me that's really what i'm saying you know and i know that's a massive task and it's only three of us right now, but you know, plus four because there's four of you guys. If there's people watching too. Please, if you guys have comments or you guys have something that you want to add, like I'd love to have, like a, you know, you could say it. Like, please put in your comments. I don't know how this IG thing lit like works, <laughs> okay? But hey, please. Um, but yeah, hey, Kev, uh, Catherine, you got something to respond to? I know I dropped a lot, but
0: Kev, go. Well,
2: there is some successes in. Uh, individuals financing education for specific communities like I mean, there's HBCUs um, where you have a community that goes in put puts the money down to educate people for the next generation um, but you also have private institutions where it's the same exact model but it's I don't like Kat was saying I don't want my kid learning CRT know, I want them to have, you know, whether it's a, you know, there's a lot of like Catholic schools uh, in like, you know, not to like say that it's only religious schools. But like there are there are individual schools in which the education provided is only what they want students to learn and not uh, something that is good for uh, everybody to learn. Um, I'm trying to like think of the time I have also being live.
0: Uh,
2: (laughs) it creates its own challenges. Um, so there is, what I'm saying is like, if we can get, you know, uh, an overall investment by everybody to commit to public education, the same way that many places public and finance some private institutions but making sure that we uh that it that it's fundamentally for everybody you know it cover it you don't leave out based on uh any sort of the layers of identity right um you know whether it's uh you know class race gender all of those get covered um A, no, I know I, I, no, I totally I like that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I do. I do like that. Um, and that's kind of what I'm talking about. What the altruism, the interdependence, that whole person approach, it, it has to focus on like the universal human aspects. Like that's, I don't know, I feel like it, if you start with that, and then you know, branch out from there, we can have a much more equitable society. All right, so hey, you know we're running down to the end of this thing, and I I think we have about, you know it's a two minute lightning round right here, you know, so you have your last minute whatever you want to say, um, boom, 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 and whoever's watching, put in your last request. Nobody said anything, crickets in the in the audience, but hey, we're new at this, so give us some time, but, but um, yeah, last closing remarks, guys. What do you got? Let's go, Catherine
0: first. Yeah, I guess I guess the the thing I worry about. It's not so much a fear of a private sector. It's a worry that I have about the kids who are stuck in a public one. How do we build up the supports and the infrastructure in the models that we currently have because there are kids who are stuck there, who Mm -hmm. are in 3,000 Student schools who are in these huge gigantic models that have security systems and you know it, 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 but just like massive almost police like security systems yeah. and um, so that's my that's my worry that that's my concern is i I see the passion I understand the drive and the vision you have for for your schools. And then there's something that always kind of stops me and goes, but what about those who are still stuck? I don't want you You to think
1: that I'm forgetting them. Yeah, right. Like, I don't want you to think that we're forgetting them. Uh, Like, I, one of the things, and this is my last remark, but like, one of the things that I realized is if I want to really help, and if anybody, like, if you want to help, if anybody wants to help anyone else, like, you have to start within, or you have to start within yourself. Like, if you, Are not good at managing your emotions, or if you are not good at managing your money or your time, or whatever, if you're just not good at doing you, you're not gonna be good at helping other people. So in that same mentality, it's like, all right, let me like I want to right now. I currently do work in schools, like you know, so I like I'm doing what I can there, but like I want to, I know it's not as much as I could be, right? So it's like I want to build up like build uh, like an enterprise like an education enterprise and like have billions of dollars trillions of dollars whatever how much um, money i need um and then be able to start to give back and i know it's going to take me a minute like it might take like 20 years or so but you know it's never been a better time to get richer than now so it's like (laughs) if if i really want to do what i want to do like with those resources and those funds like I, I really do want to help those still in the system, you know. And, and it's like, all right, the twenty years that it might take me to get there, all right, those maybe those kids die. All right, my bad. I'm doing what I can now with you. <laughs> I have the job in the education system. I can only work at like about so many schools at once. But you know, eventually, in the long term, the long game thinking—that's what I want to do, Catherine. Like I really do want to like support those public schools somehow, like while still having my own schools. But I just want to be like that crazy standing reserve like that. then like you just have enough where you could help like that. So that's, that's, that's the mission. That's the mission. That's the vision. All right, Kev closing remarks. What you got?
2: Closing remarks. Um, I, you know, going back to the original question, I of course think education should be free. We can. So from there, you know, how do we best, I'm also looking for that. I've been, you know, absorbing everything that you both have been saying and, uh, we, we've got some work. Uh, for me, it's like there is no unpacking education without unpacking also class and race, and that's what, like, and that's just a you know an unfortunate side effect of everybody before us not figuring it out. Uh, but, well, not
1: wanting to anyway.
2: Not or at least, yeah, or mm-hmm. at least not wanting to, and you know I'm sure individuals had but.
0: Systemically.
2: Systemically. Yeah. Um particularly the ones that look like me. <laughs> yeah. You know. But here we are. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, 2022.
1: Well, I told you if there was any a better time for change it's now. Like there's, you know, like yeah. people uh there's a lot of different things. There's a lot of different things. Like you have to Ask people like their pronouns now, like I'm for real. Like this, this, and a lot of things are being accepted. It's like a very good time to be alive and to change things. So let's do it.
2: Oh, yeah! It's good to be alive <laughs> right now because we're you know unpacking all of it simultaneously. Like mm-hmm. We're not gonna have you know look at historically we have people we have you know in the U.S. where we um where we just gradually very slowly. Uh, how the history of unpacking race is, you know, white people basically setting the precedent of, uh, of exclusion based mm-hmm. on how, based on feelings. So instead of it being like, oh no, now you, now you're included. Now you're included. Now you're included. It's like, boom, bandage. just like, you get right. that opportunity.
1: Exactly. Get it from the roots, from the roots. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. So, for those of you who are still tuning in, um, you know this has been the Aster Education Podcast. You've been tuned in with myself, Robert Astwood, cultivator of a brighter future. That's my that's my phrase. That's my name. Um, I, everybody's got a title on the show. Uh, we've been joined also with Miss Catherine, emerging critical race theory scholar and social education responsibility agent. There we go. And we got Kevin,
0: disruptor.
1: Yeah, disruptor. Kevin, the disruptor <laughs> of the social. Norms, I guess you could say. Social yeah. norms. Is that what it was? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what it was. <laughs> but um yeah, if you guys want to hear more about um hear more of the show, you can click the link in my bio. I'll make it super easy. Click the link in my bio, hit the podcast tab, and boom, you're gonna see it, you're gonna be there. Or you can just go on Spotify, if you're big on Spotify, or what else is it on? Apple Podcast Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Breaker, whatever. I, I guess everything. Uh, Wherever you can get your music, find it, um. And yeah, Uh, so somebody just joined. Hey, you missed the party, but if you want to see the full episode, it will be up this Wednesday. Hold me to that. (laughs) Um. But yeah, definitely, you'll click the link in the bio. Um. Yeah. So we'll we're gonna actually record another episode, not on here. Nobody, you guys can't know about it yet. But I'm gonna let you know that we're gonna record it. (laughs) Um. Hey, it's been a pleasure. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're gonna do some more lives. Oh, we're going to get better at live. We're going to get more like, with, the, with the live etiquette. I know I'm in my car right now. Maybe I'll be in an actual room with lights. <laughs> but um, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, guys, do you want to say goodbye?
2: Yeah. Thanks for joining
0: us. Take care. Have a yeah. wonderful, hopefully not too snowy day. I could go on this topic for hours.
1: <laughs> oh, we'll probably do another like episode of it. Like, uh, you know, b- b- bonus, bonus episodes. All All right. Stay tuned, stay tuned. Okay. Alright guys, well I'm gonna end the call now and um, I'll send out you can take like a fifteen minute break or something and then I'll send you over like the uh the link and information for it. So All
0: right.
1: awesome sauce. All right, well stay cultivating. And I'll see you. <laughs>
0: stay cultivating. <laughs> anyway.